And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Time to talk all about our favourite topic, money. And the more you have at this time of year, the better off you'll be because uh, obviously there'll be plenty of pressure on the purse over the next week or so. And to help us survive the rigours of the festive season from Envision Financial, it's Luke Smith. Good afternoon. <laughs> How are we doing? All right, we're good. <laughs> Well, look, you see, I've, I've planned this perfectly. I have not done anything about Christmas yet. Mm. I'm leaving it until the 24th. Mm. That way, I only have to worry about it for one day. Whereas if I started Christmas shopping early, I'd be worrying about mm. it for four weeks. Yeah, look, my wife, she, she's a massive advocate of Christmas. Um, she's one of these crazy psychos that has the tree up back end of November um, and is all over it. There's There's more presents under the tree than I've seen in many, many years. And as I say, I haven't gone and, and considered fine. anything yet. That's that's lovely. Oh, yeah. If that's what people yeah. enjoy, that's fantastic, yeah. especially if it means I don't have to worry about doing it. <laughs> and you know what? I'm pro that as well because 98% of it's done for me. I've got to go and get a couple of marquee gifts and then yeah. I'm I'm dusted as well. So Exactly. And my yeah. theory is that if you leave buying your Christmas gifts until the very last minute, preferably the last two hours on Christmas Eve, then you're only going to spend two hours worrying about it. I like whereas, it. whereas if you're Start on the 1st of December. You're going to spend all month worrying about it. There's a very big chance that if you've finished work and you've had plenty of beers that <laughs> afternoon and you happen to be walking around the shops, whoever's getting the gifts are going to get far more than they thought they were going to. <laughs> there is always that possibility. Big fan of that. Now, of course, uh, you know, we could take a slightly more serious approach here about bearing in mind that people do feel a little bit of pressure at Christmas time to mm. spend money and sometimes they feel the pressure to spend money they can't really afford to spend. So mm-hmm. it might be a good idea to make a plan about how to survive the festive season without putting too big a dent in the finances. So, Luke, how can people make sure they don't blow their budget? Look, and I think, you know, it's quite topical. It's a bit of a fun one this week, being the last show for the year. So, yeah, look, spend within your means. Uh, I guess it's, it's, it's very tempting. And I think social media has a lot to answer for in today's society with what's expected, what should be done, and the, the, the actions of especially younger people because it is, you know, Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and all these things are, are, are platforms that are the backbone of their social existence. So, yes, you can go bananas, but just remember that it's not something you have to destroy a year's worth of financial pressure for. Um, don't do something just because your friends are doing it. Buy something that's appropriate. Um, and, and, you know, some of the things I've listed down here, don't leave it to the last minute just in case you're buying things under duress. Um, ask people what they want. We've all got a mother or a father or a brother or a sister that has everything you could possibly want to get them and going and buying something just for the sake of buying them something really is either going to get returned, not used or, or re-gifted. Yes. Um, so if you're going to work all year and save some money, spend it wisely. You know, re-gifting is actually not a bad thing to do, so long as you don't get caught doing it. Spot on. Yeah, it, it saves you some money. Yeah, as long as you don't give what Dad gave you to Mum, you, you, you're a, you're a big start. You know what I mean? So you know, it's like wife and girlfriend. As long as the two don't meet, you don't get in trouble, right? Is that is that what they famously said many years ago? Absolutely. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Have an agreement with the kids. I find as well. You know, we do this in my family. If we're gonna if we're gonna buy for the kids, don't worry about buying for brothers and sisters. Um, mm-hmm. Just make sure everybody's on the same page because there's nothing worse to turn up at Christmas lunch with gifts for everyone. Yeah, and your brother goes, "Oh, hang on, I thought we were just buying for the kids." Yeah, well, that's a good rule to have anyway because if you're particularly concerned about uh, keeping the finances under control, remember Christmas is about the kids. So buy some mm. gifts for the kids. All yeah. the adults can just you yeah. know share a share a happy story. Yeah, look exactly. Um, it's 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 one of those things. If you you try and get into outdoing each other, 
um, depending on the different levels of ammunition that you're working with, it can get either really embarrassing <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or really expensive. Um, another little thing I'd, I'd think about doing as well is if you've got very weak self-control and, and, and those out there that have it know they do, um, as a lady said to me this week, tell me what I need to do because I don't know, um, she, which I thought was, was, was quite commendable, reduce your credit card limit. You know, if you float around with a five or $10,000 limit and you're worried about destroying January and February's bills mm-hmm. with, with being blasé in December, yeah. bring your credit card limit down. You know, if you carry in five, drop it to two. Okay, if the worst thing that happens is somebody goes, bob, bob, it didn't work. Okay, not the end of the world. But you don't want to get a statement in January going, oh, wow, where did that $12,500 go? Yes, and it's more easily done than people might imagine too. Mm. Speaking of the kids, I've always found, I don't know, everybody's different and you can do in your own family what you think is best, but I've always found it was actually a pretty good idea to ask the kids to draw up their wish list mm. so that you had half a dozen or even a dozen different things that, mm. uh, that, that the kids would like to have and then you can pick one of those out. The only problem with that, there is a drawback, that sometimes they expect to get everything that's on the list. Well, <laughs> I think, you know, we've just found a great use for the millions of rolls of toilet paper that were bought this year because if my kids start making a list i'll be going through rolls and rolls of the stuff you know and using it up far quicker than we are going to use in a bathroom so look i think that's a great use for all of the toilet paper that people are hoarding up um make give that to your kids make the list um get them to draw some pictures and get them the stuff they want you know my kids think it's you know it's interesting that the expectation that children's have children have these days compared to generations gone by because uh i think when i was a kid it was a pretty big deal to get something like a two dollar crystal radio now now they expect you to get a two thousand dollar iphone yeah look kids and again (laughs) we can you know there's not a lot of kids listen to this channel let's just assume (laughs) that but you know, I think it is. I think kids are, uh, in general, you know, you look at their first home and the, the series that we've put on this year about, you know, how to spend, how to manage, how to budget and all the other topics we've talked about. The underlying theme here is the expectations of the younger generation are far, far twist, more twisted than, than older generations because of social media, cheap money and, and, and what they see mum and dad having, which changes with each generation. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think kids turn up and... You know, they, they, they have very, very big mm. ambitions. Sometimes it can be difficult to let them down gently. Well, I, I'm, I'm facing that one at the <laughs> yeah. moment because I got, I got my little one waving a finger at me the other day going, Daddy, I really want a horse. Ah, well, that is a big one. And, and then she just looped back around and said, and not a wooden one, Daddy, <laughs> a real one because I've already got a wooden one. So uh, she's covered off on the loophole. She's, she's pegged me into a corner and, you know. It's like when I said I wanted a Lamborghini and I ended up with one that was that uh, big. <laughs> I might have to sell that, you know, Santa was DUI and couldn't get the horse on the paddy. I don't know, but I'm still working on my excuse for that one. So that's a, that's a goer. Well, absolutely. So are there ways to, to limit the damage? I know there's going mm. to be a bit of a cost to Christmas, but let's, yeah. how do we put in some perimeters? Look, I think maxing out credit cards is dangerous. So, you know, peg them back if you've got limited self-control. Put some money into a separate bank account, be it another offset account or a savings account, and, and use a card that's tied to that account so that you can just save yourself from yourself. And if that account's empty, it's empty, and you've set a limit. And a bit like going to the grocery store and, and knowing that you're not going to spend more than X, with a list, you can actually address the things that you want to get whilst you can tear around the shops and do it all in the last two hours of the year. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, but make sure that you're buying things that you know you need 
not just impulse purchases which can see things blow out. Um, avoid your Go Master cards, your store cards, and, and getting sucked into, oh, I'll take it now and pay for it later because there's a very big chance you'll either forget you won't or it'll end up costing you a lot more than you realise. So I'm all for using those sorts of platforms where you have good self-control because five years interest-free, if you're going to buy a Christmas gift that needs that, <laughs> you know, good luck to the person receiving it. Um, but it is a good way to use a free platform mm. in the right context, under the right rules, just don't get caught at the end of it. Um, no personal loans, no increasing the credit card, um, and make sure that what you do now doesn't destroy the first quarter next year because I don't believe any Christmas gift within reason is worth destroying potentially your ability to save as part of a medium to longer term strategy for the first quarter of, of 2021. Now, I realise that it is absolutely way too late now, but the number one piece of advice should be start saving earlier in the year. Well, and that's, you know, if I had a top three, um, which we'll have after the ad break, we'll make it a top four. Um, you know, if you're early, you're never late. Yes, as absolutely. someone famously said. So, yeah, if if you want to start shoveling away accounts, if you're one of these person that gets excited about having twelve different accounts with twelve different names on them, and that that you know excites you on a Friday afternoon, then do it. Have a Christmas account, save a little bit into it. Um, it's a good way of making sure that this time next year you're not facing credit card problems, you're not yeah. facing saving problems, and you're not foregoing something that you either didn't know was going to happen or hadn't allowed for. And although I joke about leaving everything till Christmas Eve to go shopping, uh, the people that start their Christmas shopping early, as early as September, October, mm. they're actually doing that exact thing. They're, they're saving the money by... Mm. By buying early, putting it away, yep. they're not waiting for the disaster to yep. strike on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and you're not accumulating that liability because you've yeah. gone and maxed out in a short period of time. So, you know, again, being prepared and being consistent. I think if we've had a theme for this year, it's doing a little bit more sooner rather than later gives you the ability to be consistent and avoid any sort of extremes at either end. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't matter whether it's investment, super or spending money at Christmas. I think that the more prepared you are, the greater controls you can put in place and the limit the damage that you could see occur just through sheer frustration or, or a time-based purchase. Now, you said um, a minute ago personal loans are definitely a no-go. Why is that? Well, you can buy something that could end up costing you far more than you realise because by the time you've purchased it, borrowed the money and then paid it back over five or six years, mm. your $5,000 purchase has probably cost you ten. dollars um, It's also committed cash flow that yep. you could be using for something else. Um, so it's something that I, I, I don't think is a good decision. Um, but it's, it's, if, if, it's, if it's a necessary evil, so be it. I'd rather people take money out of the offset account of their home yeah. at a lower interest rate if they're going to borrow for something because that will be a cheaper way of funding it. Um, but yeah. Well, on that, and on that theme, of course, credit cards have the highest interest rates of all. So mm. if, if you must borrow money for Christmas, try and do it with the lowest possible interest rate. Correct. And make sure that you have a sweep set up from the offset account tied to the, mm. the, the card so that if you do forget to make the payment, you're not incurring crazy amounts of interest and it's automated so that you can't get caught. So again, being prepared and having things set up is a great way of making sure that you don't get caught later or forgetting to do something and, and having to pay a premium 
Um, and, and similarly with afterpay and things of that nature, you know, it really does mean you pay more. Um, and the last thing afterpay needs is, is an increase in their share price. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, think about how you're doing it to limit the damage for yourself because you can use cash flow for other things later in the year. Well, that share price has exploded uh, quite uh, literally. It's gone off like a rocket oh, this year, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's mental. It's, yeah, it started it's, from next to nothing and now yeah. it's way north of 100, I think. It's, oh, yeah, it's sailed through 100. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, oh, it's crazy. A, just wish we'd bought them 12 months ago. But talks a lot to the way that, you know, the younger generation primarily who are the ones that use it actually see the benefit in yeah. that sort of, of revenue-generating business. So Exactly. I guess the m- most important piece of advice about trying to get through Christmas financially is try not to lose sight of what it's meant to be all about, which is not spending money. Mm. It's about enjoying family and friends. Yeah, look, I think with the year that everybody's had with 2020 being so tough with COVID, bushfires and, and everything else, we've had job reductions, we've had job losses, we've had wage reductions, we've had all sorts of things happen this year and it's been... An absolute dog's breakfast. Um, and I think most people from about June have been going, look, let's get a tree up. Let's knock 2020 on the head and get on with 2021. Yeah. Um, you know, the last thing you want to do is go and compound an already tough year with buying things just for the sake of it because it is a festive period. You stay home, hang out with your loved ones, try not to spread a virus that's popping up all over the joint, have a few beers and you know, just reflect on what's been probably one of the most talked about years in the decades to come. Yes. Um, and, and, and come out of it the other side without a stupid amount of debt in December. Exactly. It's not about buying the most expensive gift. It's, no. it, it's about uh, having some quality time. Yeah, but if my brother's listening and he wants to buy me a ridiculous <laughs> gift, I'm happy to take one. Well, so. if he can afford it, you know. Oh, he's... Yeah, he's yeah. Well, that's the way to go, isn't it? <laughs> that's you it. Know? That's right. Wealthy so. relatives. It's it's the <laughs> most efficient way of getting ahead in life. Isn't it the measure of how much you love someone? That's what my wife keeps telling me, so... Now, now you're going to get yourself into all sorts of trouble if you keep on talking like that. 100%. It's about (laughs) uh, 13 minutes to 5 on 2CC Canberra Live until 6 o'clock. And, of course, I'm joined in the studio by Luke Smith from Envision Financial. We're trying to navigate our way through the festive season without sending ourselves broke. It requires just a little bit of discipline Mm. and a realisation that uh, spending all that money isn't the key to having Mm. a happy Christmas. In fact, it might actually be the opposite. If you spend too much money, you'll run Mm. the risk of making your Christmas a little bit unhappy and you don't want to do that all right let's get back to how to save money at christmas time or at least not spend too much correct so top three top three to tips. Christmas all right break. make a list and stick to it no 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 make a list and check it twice number two make sure you know who's naughty and who's nice <laughs> exactly. number two limit borrowings with cards and if you can shop with cash yep because PayWave is like kryptonite mm-hmm. to stick into a budget mm-hmm. the old boop 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 mm-hmm. in the shop yes very very dangerous uh and the third one ask you don't have to buy things just because you have to so if you're going to spend your money and show how much you appreciate somebody yeah the least you could do is say hey is there anything you'd really like is there anything that's caught your eye in some sales mm-hmm. and get something that could be of value to people to avoid the regifting and avoid the returns and avoid the uncomfortable oh more undies. Uh-huh. Uh, well, that actually brings me to another question. The most popular gi- gift of all is the gift card. Is that a good oh, idea? Look, big fan. Uh, big fan of the gift card because then it gives people the control and the ability to go and use it. 
Um, just make sure that if you are going to give someone a gift card, they use it on themselves and they don't then use it for their kids and whatever else because, after all, you want to show your appreciation to them and, and hopefully they spend it on themselves. Well, so. Once you've given it to them, it's up to them what they do. True, it's, you know, true, true. You can't but, really you know control things like that. But correct. Yes. Um, yeah, gift cards are a tricky one because uh, sometimes, uh, well, recently the law was actually improved so that uh, gift cards now in Australia all have a lifespan of three years. Remember, mm. some of them used to have a 12-month yes, expiry, correct. that yeah. sort of thing. So now they all last three years, which mm. is good. But the advice is don't let them sit around in the bottom drawer just mm. in case. Say, for example, you get given a, a gift card for you know Joe Blow's hardware store and Joe Blow suddenly goes out of business mm. later next year, then the gift card's no good to you because yeah. the business doesn't exist anymore. And so. also, learn. I got some the other day um, in Westfield and the lady at the counter said, you can use these not just in Westfield, but anywhere where there's FPOS. Okay, that's which handy. Was, yeah. Which is really handy. So, you know, that's a great idea as well. So check the fine print. Uh, might be more to it than you think. <laughs> exactly right. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, we've got about a couple of minutes left to go. Right. I know you want to do some uh, thank yous today yeah, before there are. we wrap Look, up for the year. Yeah, as I said before the break, it's been, it's been one of those years where, you know, we'll look back on what everybody's got through here in all industries. Some have been good, some have been bad, and, and, and some have been able to press on. But... We can't do what we do without the assistance of certain people. Um, and I know for us in the office, myself and Barbara, they play a vital role in the way that we provide service and the things that we do and the choices that we make. Um, so I've got a couple of, of, of thank yous here that I just want to bowl through. Um, firstly, to Barbara in my office. Um, she's just unbreakable. Um, the year that she's had and the services she provides to people, um, I don't think a lot of my clients would mind if I disappeared into the sunset as long as she was there to give them what they need um, because she provides some amazing service and she's been an absolute rock this year uh, and I'd be lost without her. Um, Bernard Peel and Natalie Neal from FSP um, both provide internal service to us, which is absolutely vital. Um, Peter Bowman and Andrew Simpson... Uh, he's in our research department. He's been absolutely dynamite. And locally, we've had huge amounts of support and assistance from some of our visitors, um, David Thomas from Trilogy Funding, Andrew Snydro from Hardwicks, Mark Purdy from Trinity Law, and Reese Keepers from RSM, just to, to list a few. Um, without the relationships and the service that these guys provide to my clients, um, we wouldn't be able to provide the holistic approach to financial planning that we try and achieve. So, you know, I thank them for the time and the effort that they give on a lot of instances for free to our clients um, as, a, as a source of information. So, you know, it's, it's been a good year and hopefully 2021 is bigger and better and we can, we can continue to improve from there. Fantastic stuff. And as always, where do people go for more information? Well, next year you can ring us on 62604749 because the diaries are right off now. Yeah. Um, we've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker, Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify. We've got Envision Financial Canberra on the YouTube channel where we can see the recordings of the show and get the key takeouts. And envisionfinancial.com.au on the internet where we've got the Knowledge Centre, free subscription to a library of information, and you can spend just summer looking through that stuff. Fantastic. Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you again next year. We will. Take care.